1: CWA District 1 Area Director, Debbie Hayes. Debbie, good morning.
0: Good morning. How are you today?
1: Doing well, Debbie. Appreciate you joining me on a uh, Sunday morning. Um, we, we heard the uh, county executive talk on Thursday about the negotiations, but as of 1037 this Sunday morning, uh, where do negotiations stand?
0: Well, we, uh, we're we back to the bargaining table on Friday morning after uh, the three long days of uh, strike voting. Uh, we uh, received a counter proposal from Collida uh, Health related to uh, the remaining open items, and we deliberated uh, around that package proposal uh, for several hours, and we will be back at it uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m.
1: Still uh, discussing that proposal, or is this coming up with a counteroffer to their counteroffer?
0: This will be us coming up with a, a counteroffer uh, to the proposal they gave us on Friday.
1: Is this still in good faith, the discussions? Have they turned? Uh, how how's that stand right now?
0: Uh, I believe that the conversations are still taking um place in a, an environment of good faith. Um, I think it was important for us to take some time and uh, talk about the implications of the strike vote uh, and the outcome of the vote and the impact that that would have on uh, contract negotiations, uh, which we did. Uh, I think both sides, both to Health and Uh, The unions, CWA and 1199 SEIU, understand um, the incredible uh, position that we're in right now, the significance of the position right now. And I believe that both sides are uh, determined uh, to get to the table and get this done.
1: Debbie, that strike vote, is there a date? Is there something that um, you're... will happen, that will signify or signal a strike? What, what would bring you to the actual strike?
0: Well, I think we would have to know that uh, in order to go on strike, that there was a complete breakdown in negotiations. In all industries, uh, striking is an absolute last resort and um, is, the withholding of uh, the bargaining unit's uh, labor is only considered when everything else has failed. In healthcare, uh, there there is a uh, special significance because we have the lives of other human beings uh, in our hands, and so uh, the members of both unions and the unions uh, take this uh situation uh, very seriously
1: for, for those of us on the outside um, and we hear you know Colliida uh, submitted a counter offer is that progress is that positive progress in these negotiations
0: Any time there's movement um, you know towards a, a resolution I would consider that uh, positive progress. It, we have the, all the economic issues on the table, but the most significant thing really for, for our members right now are those issues related to um, uh, staffing, uh, having the resources that we need to care for our patients, uh, work conditions, being able to go in there every day and get the job done Uh, to the um, degree that the patients deserve, and then dignity and respect on the job, which costs absolutely nothing for our members to be treated as um, the, the diligent and courageous professionals that they are.
1: You know, obviously we all remember the strike last year with Catholic Health. What are the similarities to what is going on now? And how does this differ from what we saw just a year ago?
0: The similarities um, are that healthcare workers have been through a lot over the past three years. Uh, There were staffing issues even before COVID struck. And then we had to deal with, um, the uh, COVID pandemic and the conditions under which uh, people were forced uh, to work. And at that time, healthcare hero uh, workers were considered to be everyone's heroes because despite the danger uh, related to caring for these patients and, you know, risking their own lives, they just went in and did it. And now uh, they're feeling like all of that hard work and dedication over the last couple of years has uh, just been uh, forgotten and they're being treated more like zeros than heroes. And so th- that that um, issue is the same between both Catholic Health and Kaleida Health. I have to say that at Catholic Health, they have been very much more um, at Catholic Health, they were much more uh, difficult in terms of negotiating and communicating. We've had a much more open dialogue around the issues at ColliDA. Um, and whenever you can talk about the uh, issues and have good, open conversation about the problems and the um, possible resolutions, uh, it makes the bargaining process uh, uh, much more favorable. Debbie,
1: uh, you know, we, we heard the county executive talked about it. We've heard some state senators talk about it. Have any uh, local politicians uh, talked with you, talked with members of the union, um, offered any help in these negotiations? Uh,
0: the county executive has been incredibly understanding um and supportive of the situation uh, that we're in, as has been the entire Western New York delegation. And there is a component of this that um, is of particular interest uh, to them. And that is uh, the uh, hospitals in upstate New York and in Western New York have been severely affected uh, financially related to the pandemic. So there, and I know for Kaleida, they lost about a hundred million dollars related to the care of COVID patients, and then lost another $110 million in revenue that wasn't generated because there was a moratorium on surgeries and um, elective uh, procedures. Uh, th- that total is, uh, given the difficult reimbursement rates, is a total that is hard to recover from. So, you know, the the state needs to take a serious look at these one-time um, expenses uh, uh, related to COVID and then Moving forward, they need to take a very serious look, a very serious look at um, the the reimbursement, Medicaid reimbursement issues, and make sure that the upstate facilities are reimbursed in a way similar to the downstate facilities. So we really need the support of um, our elected. Our electeds and particularly our Western New York delegation, and helping to get that message to uh, Albany.
1: Yeah, Debbie, you mentioned the similarities and differences to the strike last year, and you know I can't help but think we, we've had the Catholic Health strike uh, last year. Um, obviously, these are negotiations still we're talking about, and we saw the strike out in Minnesota just last week. Are these uh, situations or working conditions that deteriorated during the pandemic, or is this something we would have been seeing? You know, I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to say nationwide, but more uh, regularly, is this something we would have seen even before the pandemic, or d- did conditions worsen over the last three years?
0: There were definitely staffing issues prior to the pandemic. We've been working for almost 20 years to get um, nurse to patient ratios and caregiver to patient ratios in our facilities. So there's no question that the COVID pandemic exacerbated the um, staffing crisis and the healthcare crisis that we're experiencing in this state and uh, across the country.
1: Debbie Hayes, uh, thank you so much for joining me on a Sunday morning. She is the area director for CWA District 1. Debbie, I know we'll be talking to you later in the week. I really appreciate your time.